Welcome to Courageous Leadership with Virginia Prodan, training you to lead with courage. Hello, everyone. We are so happy to have you here at our podcast, Courageous Leadership with Virginia Pradhan. We love to share with you the fact that and convince you, we hope we convince you that there is a leader in you, a leader that you can let God, you can let your skills and talents to be flourish and you are needed. You are needed uh, in, in this atmosphere, in this time in, in America. You are here for a reason. Uh, I also love to share with you the fact that everything that I learn about uh, courageous leadership is from my own life in socialist, communist Romania and here in America. I hope many of you read my memoir, Saving My Assassin, and it's a very um, compelling um, a memoir that will teach you and will encourage you that there is a leader in you. Well, but that is not the end of our podcast. We love, we love to bring courageous leaders in our podcast, and we love to hear from them what courageous leadership means in their specific area, how they started, all kind of things that they have to accomplish in good time and bad time, and that will encourage us to learn and to do even better, to realize that we are courageous leaders and we can be. So today we have Todd Coconatum with us, and he is a pastor and the president of Religious Liberty Coalition. Todd, I am so uh, happy to have you here, and I would love for you to introduce yourself to our audience and our viewers. Well, thank you, Virginia. It's truly an honor to be here, and I appreciate what you're doing out there, and you're making a huge impact, and so thank you. Um, you know, we're, we're out here just trying to stand. We are standing. <laughs> uh, we're in a very interesting time in history. I really believe we're at a crossroads period for our country and our world. And uh, the Lord has given us vision to stand for religious liberty and freedom here in America. And so we are developing a coalition all around the nation of churches and ministries and people of God that are willing to take that stand with us and push back against the encroachment on these religious liberties, which we're seeing happening in various ways. Um, and so we're doing that. We're spreading the gospel. We're going out and laying hands on the sick and being evangelists in the same time. And God is moving, Virginia. Absolutely. Absolutely. You are correct. And you know, we have as Christians, what is needed for our country right now, for people that are confused, for people that are complaining and looking around and thinking that the government can uh, give them everything. They, many of them, they created an idol out of uh, our government, but we have the freedom and we have the good news that Christ sets us free, that our yes. freedom doesn't come from uh, government, doesn't That's come right. from uh, school or education. Our freedom comes from, from Christ who yes. died for us to live. And he wants us to live an abandoned life. 
So there is no reason for us to be fearful. There is no reason for us to think, oh, maybe it's not time for me to speak because uh, people will make fun of me or so forth. No, right now it's the best time for us as Christians to uh, shine for, for Christ. Yes. Um, many times I say, and it's, it is so true, from my own experience in socialist, communist Romania here in America, started with empty hands when hmm. I came to America, empty-handed. I didn't have one dollar in my pocket. Wow. I, uh, I knew five languages, but not one word in English, and I learned English. I had uh, my family with me, um, my uh, two girls under 10 years old, and my son was born uh, seven months, seven months uh, after we came here. I came with my husband, but shortly after that, he abandoned us, but God never abandoned us. Wow. I was English. I uh, went to law school. Um, here in Dallas, Texas, I for the second time to law school. I don't want that to anyone. Um, Come on. I I built my law firm, wrote a book, speak in many places, and raised three kids. Wow. Then first graduated from SMU like me, the second one from Harvard Law School, and the third one from United States Air Force Academy. This wow. is the best country in the world that right. gives you opportunity to rebuild your life. You have to work hard, but you have to rebuild your life. Yes. And people need to understand that they're our resources in God. God is the one who provided everything for me. Yes, I work hard, but I listen to his directions. And you're right. And I'm so grateful for what you are doing. Mm -hmm. But I'm curious. I'm sure like a lot of our listeners and viewers, how exactly, tell us the moment when you said, yes, I am a pastor. (laughs) <laughs> but I also have to be active and to create a religious liberty coalition because faith is, has to be followed by action. That's it's, right. Your faith and your action have to, to be together. So tell yes. us how you started. Yeah. You know, you said so many important things and what you just said. And, you know, faith without works is dead. And uh, I really believe, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are saying, you know, God is in control. God is in control. And I agree. God is in control, but he also wants us to be actionable. So what you said is key. And I, you know, personally, I was sitting back. I'm a father. You know, I was looking at things that are happening in our world. And, you know, as much as I, I think that Jesus is the answer, he is the answer. And, uh, you know, we'll get into that a little bit more in a few minutes. But you know, I knew that I had to get active at the community level. I knew I had to get active. Uh, you know, I was on the radio in Hollywood. We had a church for 17 years in Los Angeles, California, uh, very active in Hollywood and the entertainment community. I was a child actor. Uh, so I came out of Hollywood myself and knew a lot about what was going on there. And the Lord really redeemed that uh, later on in my life. I have a, a quite an interesting testimony. When I was 22 years old, I'm 44 now, I got stabbed in Los Angeles and one of them was in the heart. It was nine, nine stab wounds that happened and the Lord spared my life. And uh, on the way to the hospital, the man that stabbed me actually scooped me up, Virginia, put me in my car, drove me to the hospital. This is unbelievable. Dropped me off there. And if he didn't do that, I would have died on the way to the hospital. I went in the presence of the Lord and I felt the Lord say to me, you know, I was in like tunnel vision. I I couldn't see. I, I literally, I feel like I died, you know? 
and I went in the presence of the Lord and the Lord said, do you want to live or do you want to die? I said, I want to live. He said, well, if you live, you got to be sold out for me. You got to let this generation know that I'm real. And I said, yes, Lord, I'll do that. You know, and so the minute I said yes, it was like an Isaiah six moment, you know, where send me, I'll go. You know, I, I said, you know, yes, Lord. And I woke up in that uh, hospital intensive care unit and the nurse looked at me. She looked down at me and she said, you should not be alive. This is a miracle that you're alive. You lost so much blood. And, you know, we just had somebody die that was stabbed two times. You were stabbed nine times and you're alive. It's a miracle. And I knew it was a miracle. And so, uh, you know, went to college and seminary. I mean, this is a very short version of a long story. And I started, you know, in, in uh, youth ministry. Then I went to college ministry and then I became a pastor on staff. And then I became a senior pastor later on. Uh, but, you know, that process, uh, you know, and just going out in the community and making disciples and being about the Great Commission, it led me to see a lot of different problems in our society, in our nation. And I believe it's all a battle versus, you know, light versus darkness. That's what it is. It's not people say, well, Pastor Todd, you're dabbling in, in political spheres and you're dabbling in, you know, Hollywood and different things. I really believe that the Lord wants us to occupy. In fact, he says occupy until he comes. And so we're meant to be the head and not the tail, which means we're meant to be influencing. Uh, we're, we're not meant to be trying to be socially relevant or, you know, Jesus is the same yesterday, today and forever. He is relevant. He is the answer. He is enough. But we are meant to go out there. And so we're in this very important time. And, you know, a few years back, I just felt it so on my heart, Virginia, that we, I needed to do more. And I knew that I, I watched it was like the Lord was getting me prepared for this season that we just walked through with the COVID and everything. But, you know, I knew that I needed to do more. And that's when we started the coalition. And, uh, you know, and that's just that's just a means, you know, how we do this. But really, it's just about being evangelists, going out there. And, and you know, we have the opportunity, the Lord, as you have as well, uh, to minister to people in the Congress, to minister to senators, to minister to congressmen and women. Uh, you know, to be uh, around people of authority and leadership. And we're, you know, we're letting them know, uh, according to the word of God, what we feel is the right thing, you know, according to our faith and influencing these people and and explaining to them why certain things need to be a certain way. And, uh, you know, standing for family values, standing for uh, biblical values and principles. And, and this is the order that our founders, and you mentioned this earlier, our founders believed in unalienable rights, which are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. They believe those rights were given to us by God, not by government. And so there is a there's a group of people, it's a small group of people, but they have a large megaphone here in the United States and they're trying to take this nation down the path of basically where you came from, uh, a similar type of path of communism and socialism. And so we're sounding the alarm, we're letting people know, we're 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 showing them with facts and uh, information and and doing our part to wake people up. And so it's, it's a very, uh, it's a big effort, but we feel God with us and uh, we're seeing him move in a very powerful way. You are so right, because uh, first of all, you have to have that encounter with God. Yes. That's the most important thing. And then you have to have that assurance that what God sent you to do is from him, is for his glory and uh, because when a hard time comes, you have that root in him 
And that uh, assurance that he is there to provide, to protect. Even now, many times I, I look at myself in a situation and I'm thinking, I fought in socialist, communist Romania, uh, under five feet tall, 82 pants, <laughs> uh, under 30 years old uh, girl, and I won against a dictator who had wow. money, who had power, everything. He is dead and I'm alive to share what God has done in, in my life. And with that, I want to say that you, you pointed out another thing. Whatever God is putting on our heart to do, it's for his glory, not right. for his name, for our names. Many times I say it, it is true. I am a tool in God's hands and I will always be a tool in God's hands that I encourage others that God can do the same in them. Uh, I, I was abandoned when I came here in, in America and I didn't know English and everything, but God mm. never abandoned me. And for that mm. reason, I was able to rebuild my life. And now I can say everywhere, including non-conservative places to say, look what I was able to do with God's help. America is the best country in the world. Yes. They don't have an answer to that. So That's it's right. very, very important to connect your faith with your actions. Yes. And it's so important right now is our best opportunity when many people are fearful, many leaders are fearful to show that it is possible to be strong and courageous in God's power. Fear oh, yeah. is normal, it's part of life, but we don't have to let fear control us, especially fear of, of the government. And right. that is so important. And today we have those so many, yes, they isolated us, but with all the technology, we can penetrate and spread the message all over the world. So it's how you look at the perspective. You sit down at home or wherever you are isolated and complain and cry, or you say, Lord, how do you want me to serve you? And look what how you, you transform in, in your life and how you reach so many people. And I hope young people and people are all ages will be encouraged by what you are doing because God has a purpose for each one of us. We don't compete with each other. We are just small puzzles in God's picture and we are creating when we put our faith to action, we are creating the beautiful uh, puzzle of God's glory and victory. And we have, like you said, we have the answer. Christ is the answer. That's right. Yes. Amen. Absolutely. I mean, you know, it's, it's an adventure. Uh, it, it's amazing what God does. You know, every day I wake up, Virginia, and I'll tell you, I'm excited about what God's going to do each and every day. And he does these things I call divine appointments. I mean, you, you're an eye meeting is a divine appointment. You know, he puts people in my life and my path that are like-minded. Um, he opens up doors that only he could open. I mean, we've had opportunities that, you know, you think, how in the world did this happen? But it's the Lord, you know, and, and so I think our biggest thing to do is to show up and to say, Lord, use me. You know, how can I be about your business today? What can I do today? You know, and it, it just changes the whole perspective. You, can, you know, there's a lot of people that wake up and they're stressed out and they're dealing with all different types of challenges in life, finances, relational issues, 
Some people are dealing with medical ailments and health-related issues. But when we learn to put those things at the foot of the cross and know that God is literally guiding our path, he's ordering our steps, and he takes care of each and every one of our needs according to his riches and glory, he's never let me down. Not one time. He never leaves us or forsakes us. In fact, the Bible says he's with us even until the end of the age. So he's going to be with us until we go home to be with him. And uh, even when the times get tough around us, things could be going crazy. But there's a scripture, Psalm 91, which says, He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will tell you that verse has never meant more to me than in this last couple of years, because no matter what chaos and things that are going on around me, I have that peace that passes understanding. I know he's with me. I feel his presence. And it just changes everything. And it gives us such a different perspective, a different outlook. Like you said, every day we can go out there and make a huge difference, make a huge impact in in somebody's lives or multiple people's lives. And that's what God wants us to do. He wants us to be the salt and the light. He wants us to, you know, we're representatives of him. If we've given our heart to be, you know, to Jesus, to be our Lord, to be our savior, we are literally representing him here on earth. And if you haven't given your heart, we want to give you that opportunity in a few minutes here. But, you know, it is it is such an exciting journey to be with him, Virginia. Absolutely. Absolutely. It, it is amazing how, you, and you're right, I'm thinking about when I was in the interrogation room, when mm. those those people were beating me and hitting me and doing all kinds of things, God put on my heart to share with them the gospel. Yes. God put on my heart that when the dictator sent a so-called client to my office who uh, took his his gun and pointed to my face and said, I'm not your client, I'm here to kill you, God whispered to me, share the gospel, and I did. Hmm. And he accepted Christ. Wow. Because we do not have human enemies my our only enemy is the even one That's if right. you see people as captured as slaves in the evil tent you will let god in you to bring them to christ Yes. And that's yes. what's the, the job that we are. And today we see so many people, Antifa and others. If you look at them like people screaming because they don't see their value, they mm. are slaves of their sins and all kind of things that they have. And if you see them as people created by God, then you can pray for them. I'm not saying to put yourself in harmful situation, but pray for them. Find way to reach them in a way that God will guide you. Don't hate them. Love them because God loves them. He died for them. And if you if you have this relationship with people that don't agree with you and see them as God's creation, God will use you to bring them to, to Christ. So I'm, 100%. I'm, very, I'm very grateful for everything that, that you, are, you are doing because you are doing exactly that, seeing people as God's creation. God's mm. creation. That's right. You know, it, the Lord showed me this, and it's so true. It says it in his word that our battle is not against flesh and blood. It's against the strongholds and the principalities. And we, we don't like, you know, we hate the sin, but we love the sinner. And that's how Christ is, is that you know, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So I've done things that I shouldn't have done. I had to repent 
of these things. Uh, all of us have. You know, the only perfect person is Jesus. He's fully God and fully man, you know, when he was in the flesh here on earth. But, you know, none of us are perfect. So it, it's about learning how to forgive. But you said something which is key there, Virginia, and, and that is to, to love this person, but to be wise about it. Uh, but, you know, when we get into one of these situations, you know, there's times when I felt danger. I've been out there. I'm a speaker. I go around the country. Sometimes I'm in a, in a situation where I know I'm in danger. And that's when I call upon the name of the Lord. You know, there's a scripture uh, that literally talks about that. Uh, you know, uh, just thou, O Lord, art a shield around me. You're the glory and the lifter of my head. And I, I live by that. Lord, put a shield around me today. Protect me, you know, and and he will. And And when we pray for our enemies, there's people that I have a podcast and radio show as well. And, you know, there's people that used to attack me and come after me. Some of those same people, Virginia, have come around and now they're asking questions. And these are the people that used to troll us, you know, they used to be on there. And I know it's the same person because I remember, uh, but they've come around and this is, this is okay. We forgive them. We welcome them into the kingdom of God. Listen, I was once like that. Uh, the apostle Paul, he hated Christians. He was like one of the biggest persecutors out there. And he had a Damascus Road encounter and he changed his life. As you had mentioned earlier, an encounter. For me, my encounter was when I got stabbed and I almost died. But, you know, the Lord, he's really, he's willing, he's able, he's standing at the door of our heart knocking. He wants to come in. And when you have that encounter with his Holy Spirit, it's, it's the biggest decision you will ever make in your life when you give your heart to the Lord. And it is such a game changer. Everything changes. People from my past, they look and they're like, what in the world is going on in your life? Like, oh my gosh, I see you at, you know, uh, Mar-a-Lago and I see you at the White House. I see you here. And I, you know, how is this all happening? I said, this is the Lord. This has nothing to do with me. God is opening these different doors because it's not about me. It's not about my name. It's not about a ministry. You know, this is about doing the work of the kingdom. This is about seeing the Lord move in this generation. And, and when you show up and you say, send me, I'll go, he will put you to work. You better believe it. Look what he's done with Virginia. You have such an amazing testimony. It's unbelievable. Absolutely. And I want to say, and it's true, because many people say uh, things to me in a different way. Like, for example, they will say, oh, Virginia, you have such a huge platform. You speak after presidents and everything. And I said, yes, I think you're right. But because I'm grateful for that. I don't want right. to sign ungrateful. But right. I want to tell you, do you know where the platform starts? Hmm. The platform started a long time ago when I was by myself in my law office in Romania and I was crying out to the Lord and saying with full of fear for myself and for my family, Lord, shall I take this case? Am I going to be put in jail or the same thing when they in the interrogation room where they were beating me and they were, uh, I was thinking, I don't know if I will see my family back again. But with all of this, being, uh, you know, having a big platform or in the interrogation room and, you know, or for my assassin that tried to kill me, I mm. want to say it, that there is no greater honor for a human being than to suffer for Christ. That's and right. With Christ, because we don't suffer for Christ without Christ. We suffer right. for Christ with Christ. He's right there. He's telling us everything that we need and, and to do. And That's right. That's right. I hope that people are encouraged that we are in a winning team. Yes. Even when we are, in, you know, uh, feel the danger like you, that people might harm you, or um, in different situations that we already explained, we are 
victorious because we right. know that Christ is victorious and he never lost the battle. Never, not no. one time. <laughs> no, so we are in a winning team. I just want right. to thank you so very much for coming to our podcast and sharing with us so many values that I hope our listeners and viewers will take to heart and put oh. the faith into action. Like Thank you. you. Thank you, Virginia. It's truly an honor. And I just am so touched by your testimony. And I really believe that the Lord is going to continue to expand your territory as you're standing for truth and righteousness. And uh, it's just amazing to watch and see what God is doing. So thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. If you want to know more about Virginia Prodan, her coaching program, buy her book, Saving My Assassin, or invite Virginia to speak at your events, visit virginiaprodanbooks.com.